Georgia Dow is a therapist, but she's not your therapist. This show should not substitute a personal consultation with a professional. I was working on a cure for cancer, so yes. I'm sorry that I'm here a little bit late today. I was um, so you were you were seeing what the effect of squid ink would be on uh, on cancer regression. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, no, squid ink. What are you talking about, Steve? <laughs> I was hard at work on solving cancer. Come on. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my God, we got a review. Okay, and oh dear, and the rating I'm, I'm already worried versus. Rating versus the um, show itself, <laughs> it doesn't sound that bad reading it. I'm going to read it. And is everyone recording? I'm going to read it. Yes. Okay, here yeah. we go. Your worst fears, your worst – I got – this is one star, by the way. <laughs> but it sounds like, like they kind of – like it's like a compliment. So Anyways, are we calling out our not. enemies now? Is that what's happening? Or Right, right. Okay. This is – yeah, Phil Digman. Um, okay, here we go. Your worst fears are realized. Micah, Georgia, and Brianna's twit appearances lured me into unawares to this gleeful, motley romp. The full description of episode 66 alone prompted me to save the episode. It sounds like you really liked it. Yeah. It is with no small amount of trepidation, but nearly equal parts morbid curiosity and indignant pique to which I steal myself to forge a path through the back catalog. Like, they liked it so much that they went back to the back catalog and they saved the episode because they loved it. Wish what me went up. wrong? <laughs> P.S. Could the intro not stand to be at least slightly less darkly disturbing? Oral <laughs> cataclysm. Okay, like this is like epic. I love it. <laughs> One star though. <laughs> One know. star. What do we have to do for five stars, dude? Come on. <laughs> Maybe it's because I said one or five, no like, in between. This is like our podcast, Tiger Mom. Like, I don't get it. Uh, what? Uh, I don't get that reference. And it's, I, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe they thought that one star means the best. Ooh, like, we are, we are. We are one are. star podcast. <laughs> Let's be <laughs> honest. Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite. That's actually one of my favorite reviews. Like, really, I was like, oh, my God. Like, even I was reading it, I knew it was one star, and I'm like, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> Morbid curiosity and indignant peak, to which yeah, I steal myself some... a pot. Like, we can change. We can change. That's my message oh, to that listener. Lie. Just don't leave us. We can change. I swear. Well, I love well the, Bill the wonder- Digman, you can write more, uh, but maybe give us a couple. Like, you know, I don't know. We'll dance. We dance. We we poorly rap. Uh, you won't be able to see the dancing, but it's happening. It's I'm doing it now. We have danced actually on video. You weren't there, Micah. Unfortunately, no. So my, you still no, Micah would dance? have been terrified and screamed and run away if, if we had if we'd been dancing on video. Well, we didn't. We weren't dancing barefoot. Oh God! Were you, I've we seen were too many feet this week. Too many feet. Bree, we had shoes on, right? I I don't remember if I had anything on Georgia. I'm sorry. I, was, I know I had a panda hat on, but I don't know what was on my feet. So I don't want to talk about feet. Remember we had Mario mustaches for a while. 
I I've blacked out. You blacked of, out the yeah, entire sorry, thing. Yeah, sorry, most of the year of 2015, I would imagine. Well, is, th- I yeah. mean, Micah can relate to this. Georgia was there, but it was in person, so it was a really intense experience. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually shaking the entire time because I was just terrified of being that close to Georgia in person. Right. Oh, it's like video being on, person. except actually there in person. Yep. That's, yeah. that's yeah, that's probably true. Micah would just scream and run away. I've I, we. <laughs> still have not met in person micah i know so it breaks i know my now heart. why no i know why now like no it sounds like a threat no, no. Yeah. I'm like i terrify him steve and i almost got to meet in person but i wasn't able to make the trip to st louis from uh springfield not to triangulate but yeah oh, boy yeah. has it like just a one year yeah. every year we usually meet up at some point in person we're gonna go to the star wars uh, hotel oh, yeah no, that's, that's right. like six that's years right. when they finished building it micah like no, 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 I, that's no. a hell of if a stall if it's being built next year we're, we're, <laughs> we're going, going early we're going right away like the first like month we're gonna be there right <laughs> we're, like, we're just serious. gonna barge into the construction site we're gonna put on hard hats and pose as construction workers We've got we've got all that sweet Squarespace cash. Like let's just fly there first class, first and class. then we'll take a private limo, a and private then limo. you know we'll like have we'll the stay in the penthouse. No, the no, penthouse. no, Georgia. I will have. So when you're up in very nice accommodations, they have different names for all of it. It's not just the penthouse. So oh, I'll right. take the president's room, and you can have the governor's room. I'm I'm taking. I'm taking the Sith room. The Sith room? Okay. Yeah. Steve, Dude. you can have the janitor's closet <laughs> and Micah. The governor and the president uh, are already taken. Yeah. Uh, the lieutenant. Yeah. <laughs> the general. The general room. Yeah. yeah you, you, can, you can have That's the, just the a bellhop general stand room is there. what you can have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not the general's so, room. It's just a general room. So if y'all can't tell, the news this week has been so terrible. And before the show started, you know, we're like, well, we could dwell on the fact that, you know, probably 20 million Americans are going to lose their health insurance possibly by the time we finish recording this podcast or the terrible assault on transgender rights or the fact that uh, the Justice Department is trying to argue that gay people are not covered by uh, federal statutes. Uh, We could talk about all of that or we could have a really fun, ridiculous show because it's been a really awful week. So did we ever decide, are we doing miserable show or fun show? I, <laughs> I, I can't need remember. Some joy. I think we need some joy. We okay. already did Maximum Misery last week, so I don't think we could do that again. <laughs> That's true. We did one star last week, it, and it says first episode was 66. So is this, six, is this episode 67? We need the joy, I, I, joy, 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 joy. No one actually knows. Our hearts. So we don't but, know. It's, we just keep going. You know, we it's just keep swimming. we just keep swimming, Georgia. We don't we don't you know, we don't keep track of these types of things. So Georgia, before we start this first topic, I need to know, do you have three hundred dollars in your bank account right now? <laughs> That's sweet Squarespace money. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Micah, yeah. Do you want to take us into it? Yeah, yeah, let's let's do this. So, uh, look, we can uh, – wait, let me try this again. Wait, wait, do we want, wait, wait, wait. So do let's do this to... again because that – we need to start. Micah, break mm-hmm. it down. <laughs> I was not prepared. Uh, no, I wanted to know, do uh, we want to Micah. just skip right on over any sort Micah, of – Micah, don't get hooked. Don't get cooked. Stay off the hook. Don't get hooked. Stay off the hook. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to tell cooked, anyone anything about uh, health care this week. We're just going to not do any of that. Um, so, look – 
I have heard a lot about uh, Splatoon 2. Yes. Mostly coming from two individuals. Uh, both, Who could they be? Both Steve Was it Shane? Oh, no. it was me. Oh, it was okay. Mizzy, it was wasn't you. it? It was, it was Mizzy who wanted yeah. to play Splatoon. Mizzy. Mizzy yeah. wanted to Mizzy. chase the fat cat. Mizzy, Brie, Wu, and Steve <laughs> were the, the three that I've heard a lot about Splatoon 2. So, uh, I mean, tell me about Splatoon 2. Tell me how it's different because I've played Splatoon. Tell me how it's different from Splatoon. Okay, before, before, before we start that, we have to just explain the story of how I started playing Splatoon 2. Just <laughs> 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 Our iMessage chat this weekend. What day was this, Steve? Was it, like, was it Saturday? It must Saturday, have been Friday? Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Saturday. Sunday. Yeah. And, and, Steve is, and Steve is like doing something. And uh, I'm like, why did no one tell me Splatoon 2 came out? Why? And Steve is like, I have been texting you all week in our group chat telling you about this. To which I responded very accurately that I was thinking about our Lord Jesus Christ, and that's why I might have missed those messages, Steve. And so immediately I go out and I buy Splatoon, and I did not get as much done this weekend as I had hoped to. So, Steve, before I give my impressions, like, what do you think of it, and how much should we harass Georgia on a scale of 1 to 10 to buy a, a Switch? Um, so we can play 973. Have we not okay. been through this with the Wii U? No, no. So okay. And then so, we get so close. We get so close, and then I get like my Nintendo project, like uh, product, ripped out from under me. Is that what we're doing here? Well, no. Now we'll just badger you into getting you into getting one yourself, so that you don't have to rely on the kindness of strangers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't sound like as much fun. I think it's exactly as much fun, and I think you I need think to do harassing that Georgia your, will be great. I think great. you need to stop yeah. depriving your children of, uh, you know, inculcation into popular culture, and and get on the bandwagon. And the best part of this is, Micah, you can join in the fun too. Like, feel free to harass Georgia. Like, like get into the spirit. Do it right now. Do it right now, <laughs> Georgia. Now, how can you call yourself a gamer and not have? Splatoon 2 and the latest, greatest system from Nintendo. I'm disappointed. That's very wise. I don't know. Micah, like, if, unless you're going to like wrap that, I don't really believe you. <laughs> well, maybe that'll come later in the show. <laughs> Probably not. What if he just oh, gets a nice I? gift bag for it? Sorry, that was bad. Uh, wrapped. Wow. Oh, Ooh. oh, eh. oh. Ah. Anyway, that was a good oh, show. We get nice, another nice... one star review. Michael, why don't you tell everybody right. where they can find That's us? That's another one star review. <laughs> Blame Steve. Yeah. Splatoon 2 is so awesome. I mean, it is, it's mostly the wait, same wait, game. Wait, wait, Bree, Bree, yeah. wait a second. Yeah. Can yeah. you do that in song? Uh, no, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I can only now speak again and not even that well if you really, really listen. So yeah, no, it's a, it's much, much uh, quicker, like all the interface, but, uh, it's a lot less of the, the hassles, less connection drops and like just overall is so much more refined. I mean, the weapons are better, but one thing I found really, really difficult with it was, um, a lot of my tactics from the original Splatoon don't work anymore. So, you know, actually, before we like, I, I realize I'm assuming people are going to know what Splatoon 2 is. So, yeah, Steve, do you want to like so, clue them in on this? So, yeah. It, it, Splatoon is an online shooter that is uh, like nonviolent. So, basically, you have four teams of squids that 
are like squid humanoid kids that can also turn into into squids that swim around. Now you and, mean actual like they look like part human squid like yeah. creatures? Yeah, they okay. look like whatever mermaids would be if they were part squid instead, basically, and they had legs. Squid maids. Yeah. And so your goal is to cover as much of the of the level with your color ink as you can. And so your goal is really to shoot the ground, but you're also trying to shoot at the other team in order to stop them from covering your ground with ink. So it's kind of like you can see your territory growing or shrinking and then whoever's covered the most of the map at the end of like three minutes or however long the games are win. And there are a bunch of different different weapons like there are um there are blasters and there are paint rollers and ink brushes and all kinds of different like ink themed um ink themed weapons that you're shooting your color ink with at the other team and and splatoon 2 is basically just the same as the original just better and more more cleaned up around the edges basically but what I love about this game is, you know, even Overwatch is a relatively violent game. Like the objective is to kill the other person and then complete a side objective. What I really love about Splatoon is, you know, it's not that I have any like religious or you know philosophical objection to a game with violence, but I just love seeing innovation in the marketplace, right? Like yeah. I love seeing yeah. new kinds of games. And what I love about this game is like uh, I killed Steve when we were playing before the show. And it doesn't say. Wait, sorry, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you, Bree. What happened? Uh, it doesn't say I killed Steve. Like uh, I shot Steve and he died. It, yeah. it will say Steve was killed by an aerosol gun, or he was splatted, splatted by an aerosol yeah. gun. Right. So it's all about the tactic that was used against you. So it's a very indirect way of having like a, a competitive uh, team-based game. And I just I it's it's great. It's a wonderful, wonderful game design. Yeah, and, and the other thing is that it's it's colorful and it's upbeat and it's happy and it's yeah. not you know, it's not grimdark. Like there's there's a, a lot of previews of the sequel to the Wolfenstein game that are going around today as we're recording this. And it's like you know, oh, yeah, well, the Nazis won the war and they took over America. And it's like, that <laughs> is not the escapism that I'm looking for in 2017. Right, like, right, I can right. go and see swastikas in, in Massachusetts in real life if I if I want to. I don't need to play a game to do that. This is – it takes you out of, you know, whatever nasty things are happening. It's it's a lot of fun. Like, the music is really happy and upbeat and it's, it's very positive. And, and, like, the goal being to cover the ground instead of – you know, and a secondary objective to, you know, take out the members of the other team, as opposed to that being like a, a deathmatch type of scenario makes it a very different mm -hmm. game. It makes it a lot more like like a MOBA, really, where you're not you're it's like you need to do that in order to complete your objective. But it's kind of a side thing. And really, if you're focusing on killing the people on the other team, you're doing you're it wrong lose. and you're going you're not yeah. going to be as successful. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, another thing I love about this game is you can see so clearly so many kids are playing it. Like Steve and I were playing before the show and we are ranked number one for every match that we're in because we're playing with a bunch of kids. And there's no like anger that's coming towards those kids. There's no, you know, you suck, learn to play noob. Like it's all just a happy experience. And even when 
you know, you have a kid on your team that isn't playing that well, it doesn't like it doesn't sting. Do you know what I mean, Steve? Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, I did my job and that was a fun two minutes and see I was the number one ranked player. And it's just it's a it's a real I mean, I'm not somebody that like goes out of my way to find family things, you know, things that are safe for kids. But I really enjoyed this experience because it's it's competitive in all of the best ways, right? Like it's competitive where you feel awesome when you do well, and when you fail, it's just not a big deal. Yeah, and there, there's no right, way right? there's no way to grief the people on the other team either. I mean, right, even right. like the voice chat is pretty much limited to local parties if you can actually get it to work and we 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 did not attempt that i mean that it was enough just to try to get both of us into the same room in a regular team game but it's like how exactly do you do that uh with great difficulty yeah you have to pass friend (laughs) codes back and forth and friend each other and then once you're there it's like hey let's play a game of horde mode which we haven't talked about and you can't do that and then it's like oh let's go over to the main game and try to do it there and then like steve and i are playing different (laughs) matches for 20 minutes trying to end up in the same one i mean it's a mess it's very nintendo like uh yeah yeah and i mean i've i've played a number of multiplayer games like i mean mostly from blizzard but like every time that you're like playing with a friend in like here's the storm or overwatch or anything like that it always puts you on the same team and it's kind of a weird thing that nintendo will let you you know they'll let you join a game with your friend but not put you on the same team by default is just like it's a it's a weird choice but i mean they're still getting used to multiplayer gaming being you know a thing that they have to do so it's it's getting there um the the horde mode being limited it, it's a weird it's a weird decision. So there's a horde mode that's called Salmon Run, where you have like all of these like giant <laughs> giant fish that are, are coming at you that you need to kill and then get their golden eggs back to your basket and, and try to clear waves. And it's it's a lot of fun, but y- you can only play it online in like certain windows that are time limited. And so Bree and I were trying to do that because obviously that's what we would want to do. And right. it's like, oh, well, you can you can join a local game, but you can't actually join an online game right now because Salmon Run isn't open for online, which is it's right. it's I mean, it's a bummer. It's not it's not a game breaker, but it's just like it's a weird decision because it's like a, it's the only cooperative game mode that you can really play with a friend. And it seems like that would be the draw of this game. And if you can't play it like that designated time, like you just don't get to play that week. It's it's weird. But, you know, maybe they'll reconsider that as they get feedback on it. I mean, the the first Splatoon, they were very, very willing to, you know, entertain feedback. And they improved that game a lot over the course of, like, the year after it was released. So I don't think this will be much different with Splatoon 2. I mean, this is clearly, other than Zelda, this is the draw to get a Switch for the next, like, three months until the the new Mario game comes out, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, this is going to go long bef- oh, yeah. beyond that. Oh, I, I think mean, so, too. Yo, know, if Frank and I are enjoying this game so much, like we actually bought a second Switch yesterday because we want to be able to play local games together in the house. And the cool thing about the Switch is it's really awesome to be able to just play Splatoon and then pick it up and go to the bedroom and play Splatoon the exact same way, Yeah, have it be the exact same game, the exact same lag, exact same tactics, and just have it work portably like that. So like $300 for a first-class portable system like that that we can you mm-hmm. know play together, I'm, I'm 100% in. I think 
think yeah. that is an excellent $300 investment in us, like having fun together in our marriage. So yeah. I just, I mean, this, this game is so beyond worth buying a switch for. And I think like we've been so hard on it on this show, but now that it's been out for a while, I think like the switch is by far Nintendo's best system in a long time. It's only get starting like barely starting the games. I mean, but it's just, it's an amazing value. The first, this was the first time like from Friday when I got Splatoon that I really got to experience the switch. Cause I wasn't, you know, starting over with Zelda again. And I like, we rented Mario Kart and, and Puyo Puyo Tetris. And I played that a little bit, but that's not, it's not, it's not exactly the same as like playing like a full new console game that you haven't played before. And like being able to like I was sick, I was homesick on Tuesday and Mm -hmm. I was in bed and I was starting to feel better and I didn't really feel like dragging myself out to the couch, but I was able to get up and just get the switch from the thing. And I was able to like lie in bed and play Splatoon. And it was it it was really great. Like I'm I bought the thing because I've started taking the train to work. And I fully intend once the girls go back to school is around the time that the Mario Rabbids game is going to be coming out, the XCOM one. And I'm yeah. expecting that's I'm going to get a lot of time out of that on on the train because um, I've been taking my 3DS with me on the train now and it's been good. But I'm going to use a, I'm going to I'm going to finish those last couple of games in my backlog pretty soon. But I mean, I could see yeah. spending my whole train ride playing, you know, shooting rabbits behind cover and having a great time and or playing through. I mean, that Mario game looks huge and and being able to play through that on the train and have it be the exact same game as on my console at home is is it's hard to understand how much of a game changer that is until you actually get to experience it. I was about to rather ask, how is this different from just having a portable console? But I think that last thing you touched on is what makes it different because it's the same on the console as it would be if you had it plugged in and connected to a large TV. That's the case then. There's no like you get better things if it's plugged in and you're watching it on the television other than the fact that it's larger. Like, is it really the same game in both places? Yeah. I could be in the middle of a game. Like I, could be playing the single player mode and then you know unplug the controller the the joy cons from the thing plug it in unpause and be right back in exactly where i left off in the same game that's that's the difference so it's, it's not like it's it's not like cross not like save. dreamcast yeah. no it's not i mean <laughs> well i mean I, the closest thing that we had right would have been the 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 interconnectivity between the vita and the ps4 and there are two ways that that would work. One is cross save where you could save the game on one console and pick it up on the other. But then you have to like actually launch the game and pick up from a save point or like remote play. But remote play was always kind of a second class experience. Like you're trying to play it on the Vita, but the Vita doesn't have the same button configuration as the PS4. So you're always like pressing on the back of the of the panel to get like R2 or whatever. And it, it never quite worked right. And then you're using like your local Internet to stream the game over your network. This isn't doing any of that. It's running on the same console, and it's just like you unplug it from your television, you plug the con- the controllers into the thing, and all of a sudden you're playing the same game, but you're on the train instead of in front of your of your television. It's it's a big difference in a way that we really haven't had before. And I mean, it's to the point where when a new indie game comes out, or I mean, something that's not necessarily a, a Nintendo exclusive, but something that's like one of these indie games that is going to be for the Switch and it's going to be for Steam and, and PS4, I'm going to want to get it for the Switch because I can just play it in bed or play it on television, depending on what, on, you know, what my situation is or play it on the train. Whereas yeah. otherwise I have to like decide, am I going to play this on my computer? Or am I going to play this on the television? I don't have to make that decision anymore. 
Yeah, and it's hard to go back to the 3DS after yeah. you own a Switch because mm-hmm. the is. screen yeah. is so gorgeous and it's so comfortable to hold and the battery life is so good and the UI is so much better and the construction Ooh. is so much you know, solider. It's battery it's life is really, good. Battery life is really good. I mean, you know, yeah. if I'm playing Zelda a lot on the go, I'll you know plug in my USB C adapter with it. But uh, you know, overall, it's it's really solid. Like Puyo, you can play that for just constantly and just no trouble at all. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've been so I've been throwing my 3ds in my bag with me because I've been playing through uh, since I finished Pokemon. I've been playing through Bravely Second. And it's like if I don't play it, for, I can just leave it in my bag, and then sometimes I'll come back and like it'll it'll have been in sleep mode and it'll be dead, and I I just left it in sleep mode and it just drained, and that's like really like I it's not even doing anything. Whereas I haven't had that problem with the with the switch. It's also easier to just throw the switch on the charger because it's like in the dock that's connected to the television too. So so can you can you actually play this game by taking out the Joy-Con c- controllers and having two people on one switch? Yeah, no, there's too many, too many buttons for that. Yeah, it just okay. sucks. Like, I wish they'd done split screen, but you know, like that's why we're having to buy a second switch to to do that. Oh, you know, right, right, it's right, right, it's right. a huge oversight. It's a real failure. But I mean, sorry, he was saying that it's because there's too many buttons for one Joy-Con. Yeah, well, I mean, part of it is also you need your own screen for it, but even then, you need dual analogs, so you can't use like one Joy-Con to control the game because you need you need both analog sticks. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But, sorry, Bree. I mean, they could split it in half. I mean, yeah. I don't know how complicated the particle effects are with the game. Uh, that's like really awesome to me. Is like watching the fluid dynamics as you're spraying that everywhere. But it doesn't seem like it would be impossible to like you know downgrade resolution and do split screen. But yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, just Frank and I playing in the evenings, passing controllers back and forth. Each round is so short; it's only like two minutes. Yeah, that you know, it's it's fun like that. I mean, Steve, you've got to be doing that at your house with the girls. Yeah, yeah, and they've been they've been wanting me to go through the single player because they they're having some trouble with it, but they just want to see me go through it. And I don't know how much time you spent with the single player mode. Yeah, it's okay. It's um, yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, the, the, yeah. it's worth it for the bosses at the end of the levels because the bosses are really unique. I mean, the rest of the levels are kind of are kind of boring, but it's worth it for like whatever the design is going to be for the bosses and and figuring out how to beat them. Um, but it's yeah, it, it's they they would just you know flip back and forth and just take a turn and then the next one takes a turn and it and it's it's really it's a lot easier also to switch between users which was the other problem on the wii u because they like to have the motion control on for aiming yep. and i cannot do that because it makes me seasick and mm-hmm. so i can have i can have myself on my user and then it's very it's a lot easier to not have to like reboot the entire system to change a user who's logged in you just go out of the game you know plus change user it does close the game and then open it again but it's not like rebooting the entire system which for the wii u would take like years off your life so yeah yeah Yep. Oh, Micah, I sense from your silence that you are. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Like, he's overwhelmed you, and he is yeah. thinking of buying it. That is my my bet. That's is right. That he is. In- <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. No. Um, look, I think that <laughs> I am. Uh, I am of the opinion that if someone very much likes something then that's fantastic. And I love to hear about how people, you know, get excited about something and get something out of this. And it sounds like 
this is a really good console for people who have all of the needs <laughs> that, that you do. And so I think that it's a, it's a, it's a cool thing that, you know, Splatoon 2 builds on the success of Splatoon. Cause I can remember us all talking about Splatoon and all loving Splatoon. And I'm glad that, uh, that little bit of the, uh, space at least is continuing to be a success. Um, all of my money in terms of anything that has anything to do with gaming is continually being sort of saved for <laughs> AR and VR experiences. And because Ooh. I think that those are the places that I will get the most value personally. Those are the things that have the, um, the ability to draw me in as a person who doesn't tend to enjoy gaming. Um, so, you know, the, the, the switch is not something of interest to me personally because of the fact that it's just, I, in my day, I like this is this again, this is no slight to anybody. I would oh, like rather oh, take it. Uh, hold on. Oh, that my, sounded, like a, offended, that sounded on. like a slight okay. there. Let's do it. I Let's do personally it. would oh. rather like take a nap than play a video game. Oh, um, <laughs> oh Micah. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You know what wait. this is? This is millennials killing video games. That's what this uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Unless it's VR. Unless it's VR. I'm like, if George Adele oh. suddenly magically appeared like uh, a fairy VR mother and was like, check it out. I brought the Vive and the little doodly bops that you stick up in the corners of your room. That's what they're like, called, doodly bops. That's a technical doodly term. Yes. Doodly All day, I'm taking a nap in virtual space. No, I'm playing games in VR because that is that that's just seems like something that, you know, again, I would be into. So, I, like, just to be perfectly clear, there are so many people who get a lot of joy out of this, and I love that. And I'm glad that Splatoon 2 is uh, something that seems to be bringing joy to both of you enough so that even though you you had trouble connecting, because that's one of the things I want to talk about. Oh, here, yeah, we, we do need is, to talk about that, yeah. There were, you, you, you know, you were kind of laying it all out there on uh, the, the group chat that we have about the problems that you were having connecting. And here is what I think, it, it's a primary example of when something matters more to you than kind of any uh, sort of friction or failures that take place. So do you want to talk about like how you had trouble connecting? Do you see that as a regular occurrence? And yeah, it's going to suck. This, you know, it's yeah. going to suck, Micah. Any, <laughs> if you're buying a Nintendo product, expect their online experience to suck. I, it yeah. works fine with like randomly connecting to, you know, groups of people. But, you know, Steve and I wanted to play together across the internet. It was a complete in the butt. Let's hope they fix that with uh, with uh, later versions of it. Yeah, and and we didn't even talk about like what you need to do. And we talk. I I mentioned it at the very end of the show yet last week, but like the machinations that you need to go through to get voice chat to work because you yeah. because what they did was they decided well you don't we don't need to build voice chat into our console like everyone else. You already have a cell phone that can do voice communication. So we're just going to put an app on your phone to do the voice chat, and then you can use that. The problem is that most of the, the consoles have headsets that have the voice chat integrated so that you can fancy this, listen to the game sound, and have chat in your in your ear at the same time. So in order to do that, the, the voice chat headsets have, like, this adapter – 
that has a headphone jack and you're going to, of course, it's not lightning. So you're going to need a lightning to headphone jack adapter to go into an iPhone and on one end. And then it has another headphone jack that goes into your switch. And then you plug, it actually looks like a squid when you're all done with it, which is, which is appropriate. And then you plug this whole mess into your switch and your phone at the same time. And good luck to you if you're actually playing the switch on the television instead of in the hand, in your, in your hand that's in front of you. So it's, yeah. you know, this is Nintendo trying to be clever and, and not just leaving solved problems solved, which sometimes works for them and sometimes doesn't. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it, these are minor complaints, right? Like, and this is coming from salty Steve, right? Like this is, these are all <laughs> minor complaints about a system that really is, it's it's popular for a reason because it's it's fitting gaming into you know the lives of the people who have grown up with Nintendo and now you know a lot of us who had an NES growing up or or Super Nintendo growing up were are you know are old enough that we have jobs and we don't we can't sit in front of a television all the time and it's allowing the gaming to fit into your lifestyle style instead of making your lifestyle revolve around gaming and I think that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the modern lifestyle of trying desperately to get an SNES and having your order canceled from Walmart at the last second and yeah. then like maxing out your credit card on eBay trying to get one legitimately. So uh, so I have a surprise second topic. But okay. before uh-huh. that, Micah, I want to ask, do we have any sponsors this week? We do not, other than ah! Nintendo and the, sw- and the second Switch. This, this, that's right. Nintendo, please send Georgia. Yes. Please send Georgia. Yeah, System as payment. Okay. So <laughs> we, we decided this week not to talk about politics, but there is a political story that caught on fire just before we started recording this show that is bananas, y'all. It is absolutely bananas. So uh, uh, Anthony Scaramucci uh, is taking... Taken oh, over boy. as the White House <laughs> communications director. Uh, basically, uh, oh, what was his name? Sean Spicer uh, yeah. was basically shoved out the door. And uh, so Scaramucci, who people call the Mooch online, the Mooch uh, called the New Yorker and had a very, very <laughs> fake chat. I forgot to tell anyone involved that he was going off the record. Oh, God. So this <laughs> oh, entire... No! angry, furious chat filled with so much profanity. I mean, Steve, can you bleep all this out? Are we even able... Are we if even? We, we'll I'll try to. Quotes. Yeah, I'll yeah, try to clean it up. Yeah, why don't you, why try, don't you to, try to? Yeah, try to try to try to self censor a little a, bit. Do you want me to get a Mario coin? I could find an a Mario coin. Wait, I'm finding a Mario coin. Oh God, not the Mario coin. <laughs> Poor Mario's going to be in the in the in the poorhouse by the time this episode is over. No, I think it's. I think the 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 coin is loved. Could that be possible? Am I wrong? Oh no, you're right. No, right? no, that's I not think, quite right. I think um, it's like part. Yeah. Of, it's part of the bit to for all of us to groan about it. Um, okay, right. right. You yeah. guys are just faking it. You're not serious. No, sure. <laughs> right. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Wait, are we on the so, record or off the record? So, friend of the show, friend of the show, Steve Bannon. <laughs> this is what Anthony <laughs> Scaramucci had to say about him. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own. <laughs> like, wait, sorry, the, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait yeah. a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay, wait. Yeah. How did this happen? 
So he calls up. Okay, so going through the timeline, going through the timeline a bit, uh, someone at the White House released uh, basically uh, Scaramucci's financial disclosure form, which has some things. I mean, it looks like it's on the up and up. There's some things that that are embarrassing. And he just hits the absolute roof. And there have been all these rumors that have been coming out that uh, Rince Priebus, the former director of the RNC, uh, chairman of the RNC, he had blocked Scaramucci from uh, getting into this position. So um, basically, Scaramucci called up the New Yorker to try to find out the source that leaked uh, this uh, financial disclosure form to the New Yorker. And he ends up just blasting literally Everyone at the at the White House. And like first he threatens, he threatens the reporter by saying, like, if you don't tell me your source, I got to tell you, I'm going to fire literally everyone at the communications department that I was handed. They're all terrible. They're under unprofessional. There are people actually here in the communications department that think it's their job to save America from this president. They actually said that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I'm going to fire all of them. I'm going to fire every single one of them. And then he starts going off talking about like Rince Priebus, how much he hates him, how he's paranoid and quote unquote crazy. His yeah. quotes about uh, Steve Bannon or he likes to suck his own c- you know, no, like no, I'm not joking, have Georgia. I coin for this. I, I might have to play it on like uh, constant uh, like this is I, I have to just keep on hitting. This is there's too much coin here. Just I have the full uh, the full yeah. quote here if you if you'd like. Yeah, please do. Is it it's is it Rains or Rains? How's Rince. Is it Rains? Rains. Rains. Yeah, Rains. 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 Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah. They'll all be fired by me. I fired one guy the other day. I have three to four people I'll fire tomorrow. I'll get to the person who leaked that to you, Rains Priebus. If you want to leak something, he'll be asked to resign very shortly. Rains is a f-ing paranoid schizophrenic, <gasps> a paranoiac. <gasps> oh. Bill Shine is coming in. Let me leak the f- thing and see if I can c- block these people the way I c- blocked Scaramucci for six months. Of course, he was speaking in the he was like speaking as uh, Priebus in that yep. instance. Yeah. Yeah. He said all of this in a not off the record thing. Then he goes on to like talk about himself in the third person. The swamp will not defeat him. They're trying to resist me, but it's not going to work. I've done nothing wrong on my financial disclosures. So they're going to have to go f- themselves. <gasps> How about this? Okay, how about he starts talking about how he's going to get the FBI to investigate whoever released the financial disclosure form, which there's a whole legal argument to be had about his comments on that if it's proper. But that's just two bananas today to even go into. <laughs> so this is another quote from him. Oh like, this is going to get cleaned up very shortly, okay? Because I nailed these guys. I've got digital fingerprints on everything they've done through the FBI and the fucking Department of Justice. <laughs> So he starts like telling this reporter he's gonna it's it's bananas. It's absolutely bananas. And now as we're going on to record the show, this is the tweet he just sent out. He said <laughs> he said, I made a mistake and I trusted a reporter. I won't make that mistake again. So the White House communications director has oh no idea God. how reporters work. He has no idea how journalism works. He doesn't, he doesn't know work. it's in the right. name. Report. Right. This, oh. this is literally idiocracy. Oh. Like literally oh idiocracy. This is – and this is the person that took over 
for for Spicer. This was the adult that they brought in. Yeah. He's he is uh, so there've been some uh some kind of back and forths on Twitter kind of discussing the fact that this is this man is the embodiment of the way that both Hollywood and uh Wall Street bros just exist like who they he is the embodiment of the Wall Street bros and the Hollywood bros and I mean every single photo of him every single comment from him he's just He's so bro. He's so bro and so full of himself. And so, I mean, he, he talks the, – the thing about him saying that he's not like Steve Bannon and, you know, mentions um, chickens. Uh, I'm not Steve <laughs> Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own c- – I'm not trying to build my own brand off the effing strength of the president. I'm here to serve the country. That is a – that's like the absolute – that's so not true. We have so to have true. this one Everything- be like not safe for work. And that's funny because that's for this episode of the show. And this is the person that is speaking as the president of the United – that speaks for the president of the United States. Right. I mean the whole country is not safe for work at this point, so. That's very true. Uh, Right. But like he is exactly trying to, you know, blank his own blank. And he is totally trying to make a name for himself and be this spectacle. He's talking about how he he wants to be quiet, but every single thing that he says and does is another attempt at like – uh, watch me put this person down by saying this and watch me make that person feel bad about themselves and watch me try to be a spectacle to get the attention on me and what I have to say instead of what's actually important. Mm-hmm. So he's just like everything that he says is a lie or it's a bad word. Wow. It's, it, there's a way to look at this where it was unprofessional. That's all I'm saying. Like, there is a way you could look at it. it seems you, yeah. Do you think, Bree? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. Whoa. Aren't that's that- a Canada, Georgia. Remember that show where I made fun of you for uh for Rob <laughs> Ford? You remember that? That was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I had so the last laugh episode. there, huh? Yeah. Oof. Oh. Oof. Yeah. Oh. I I I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want to go back and play Splatoon now and just kind of yeah, cleanse my eyes be. and ears. But this, ha- I have to be stuck in an alternate universe. This can't be real. This can't be happening. What do, what do Canadians say about America? Like, do you guys just like really? sip tea? Do you really and... know? Yeah, we're, I do. Yes. We're absolutely in utter, like, shock. Like, it's... Um, for a lot of Canadians, it's really traumatic because we are your like, oh, you know, closest trade partners. And this is right. – we we don't know. I sit in the um, lunchroom with other therapists and doctors and we kind of just go through how we can't believe that this could be happening. That this would be – with all the checks and balances in place, like that this could occur. And And we are so saddened and disheartened. For, for what's happening to, you know, to what we see as our sister country. And and then there's always that relief that we're here. Well, on that happy note, <laughs> uh, Micah, you want to take us to topic three? <laughs> well, well, topic three, if I can remember it, was trying to get Georgia Dow to buy no, a no, switch. No. Top, we will we will cover that on future shows. I'm talking about the controller. Top yeah, we, we have important we have important KFC technology news to talk about, Micah. <laughs> yes. Oh goodness gracious! I'm sorry. It's almost like we have a KFC <clears throat> segment now. Every week. We <laughs> might as well. 
This is just This, this episode is, is just... not sponsored by Kentucky Fried Chicken, by the way. Why not? I don't know. Because yeah. be, the reason be. why is because it's sponsored by KFC and Mountain Dew. <laughs> um so KFC and Mountain Dew because they're wonderful have created <laughs> the Gamers Box 2.0 where you get a Bluetooth enabled box of chicken that also serves as a game controller for your phone okay so wait, on wait, either can side can you repeat that again Yes, this is a box of chicken. Like box of this, chicken. This, 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 chicken you, you with actual box. chicken on the inside. Chicken with actual chicken. You open the box. There's chicken inside. Mm-hmm. On the top is this little mount that you slide your phone into. You turn on Bluetooth on your phone. You get the app, the game. And on the left and right side of the box is a game controller. It's like they took a game controller, they cut it in half, and they put it on either side of the gamer's box. Now, finally, you also... Finally. Right, finally. <laughs> how, how have we waited finally. this long for this? You also get a gigantic, of course, because Mountain Dew is a sponsor, you get a gigantic Mountain Dew to go along with this. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, you're playing video games, Micah. How are you supposed to play video games if you don't have a gigantic Mountain Dew in front of you? You can't make this up. This like I could not have invented this in my mind. This is the Gamers Box 2.0. It is a controller slash chicken holder slash uh, <laughs> iPhone mount. It's it's wonderful. It's horrible and it's wonderful. I have to get this. I want to find out. Is this in Canada or is this again something that I'm not going to get along with? I can't get Georgia. You sent me. You sent me the Nerf Nemesis. I will send this to you. You've I'm, earned. I'm well, you that. haven't I earned it. Want this? Um, How much is this? Yeah. I have to try this. The only We've thing is, is get eventually it. yeah. it's going to smell like rotten chicken, isn't it? It's going to smell like rotten chicken by the time they're done sending it to you from India. Yeah, I, I think that would happen. Oh, it's only in India? It's really? only in India. Yeah. What's up with that? I would totally get this just because this is the strangest thing. Like, like it's really strange, but I have to give it to KFC. They're trying. Like, it, they're, they're yeah. fits. But yeah. it, it's intriguing. Like, we're, it's, I don't know. Maybe it would be, I don't know. I feel like America has earned this. We have earned (laughs) this. Why? Why does India get this wonderful masterpiece of technology? I'm gonna look if they have it in Canada. I want to play Splatoon. I want to eat chicken and drink Mountain Dew. I just feel. I feel like I've earned that. I I think you have. And in fact, this Destructoid article that we'll share in the in the show notes, they said the thing that KFC really needs to make is a chicken box that folds out into an inflatable mattress so that after you eat your KFC <laughs> and, and play a round of, of uh, Muffin Night, you can crash on your inflatable mattress and uh, fall asleep to the faint smell of chicken. <laughs> Listen, I, I think this is the reason that I have not hit Legend in Hearts for the last couple of months because I have to stop eating to to go and play Hearthstone. And if I had this, I would I would have sustenance, I would have caffeine, I would have my phone right in front of me plugged in. I'd be able to ladder as I'm as I'm scarfing down a double down. Like this is this is the piece that I'm missing in my uh, Hearthstone regimen. That this is the problem. It's not it's not that I'm not playing well enough. It's that I don't have a chicken controller. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm writing to them. I'm writing to them right now, uh, KFC Canada, and uh, I'm on their site where it says we're always hungry to hear from our customers. 
yes. (laughs) Okay, so before we move on, I want to go to all three of you, and I want to hear your best idea for KFC's next product that they should make. So, so Micah, you sound so excited. I'm going to start with you. Like, please tell me the next thing that that KFC should merge together. Like they've done, they've done chicken smelling uh, suntan lotion, and now they've got this. Did they really? uh, yeah, and they did the KFC <laughs> phone. So now, what what do you want to see KFC make? Okay, the next <laughs> the next thing that KFC is going to make is obviously a smart home gadget. Um, you know, many companies have tried and failed to make you know those like Febreze air scent things. Um, many companies have tried and failed to make one of those in in smart. Technology. So we've had ones that like you could open up your app and say, make it smell like lavender in here. Well, this is going to be the KFC version of that. And it's going to be an absolute success because you can make your house smell like a KFC. So you can, and it's going to be HomeKit enabled, of course. So you can say, <laughs> yo, Siri, I want the house to smell like KFC mashed potatoes. It says, okay, and it sprays it into your house, and suddenly your house is is wafted with the wonderful smell of <laughs> KFC mashed potatoes. I think it's a great idea, but it's not stupid enough. Like, there's some <laughs> use for this idea, Micah, so I have to give this. It's a great idea. I'd want to buy it, but it's, yeah. Uh, it's too okay. good. Yeah, it's That's too fair. practical an yeah. idea. Georgia, let's hear from you. What do you want? Uh, I think that they should have a Sentinel remote-controlled chicken. Uh, and it's just uh, it it uh, buck, bucks it clucks Wait, when it does what? Uh, someone are, are, are you uh, comes suggesting that we have like a KFC kaiju? Is that basically what you're suggesting no. at this point? Kinda, like Pacific Rim kinda. KFC style? Well, uh, yeah, a kaiju. I say it's an attack chicken. I just say that it it makes noise to keep your house safe and uh, can order KFC. Okay, okay, Steve, let's okay. hear from you. So so I think the one area that they've left unattended is the bucket of KFC chicken. Oh, and I think fun. what they could do is they could they could take the bucket of chicken and they could mount a 360 degree camera that's that's internet connected that can of course hook into Alexa and then steal all of your information. And then you can live stream you shoving drumsticks into your gaping maw onto the internet. <laughs> What and did you call me? I I called you a gaping maw, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it? You're going to come and come and find me the next time I'm in St. Louis. <laughs> I'm too busy laughing. Oh my I goodness. called you a gaping maw. <laughs> it's it's true. The things that hurt are true. Okay, that's good, uh, Steve. My idea for KFC's next product is, you know, here in the United States, we have a lot of guns, uh, but I don't think that goes far enough with keeping us safe. So my idea is the KFC nunchucks, where it's just drumsticks <laughs> with the giant chain between them. And then you can defend your home, and then if you accidentally hit yourself in the face, you've got a delicious meal. And then if you accidentally hit a loved one, they're getting a delicious meal. And then if you hit an intruder, they've got a delicious meal. And while they're like waiting for the cops to come, they can enjoy some delicious, nutritious KFC. So that is my idea. I love it. Okay, I, love I, need, it. I need help, guys. Okay. Oh, I think we all need help, Georgia. We to, I'm writing to KFC now. Uh, I put my name as Georgia, last name disruption. Uh, I gave them my real email address because uh, if they're actually going to send me one, I want to receive it. 
Um, okay, so, uh, and the only way that they'd reply back is I have to say that I went for a delivery. I actually, this is a visiting a restaurant issue, if not, they don't reply. So I have said that I went to their drive-thru and asked if I could get the KFC Mountain Dew Gamers Box 2.0 and distraught to hear it was only for India. What should I write next? And if they reply, I will read it on the show. How about I apologize to lying to you, Colonel Sanders? (laughs) (laughs) I trusted you, Georgia. If you're going to lie to the venerable and honorable Colonel, how do we know you're not going to lie to us every week? Every time someone lies about eating a double down, Colonel Sanders gets his wings. I would... No, yeah. lie or cheat on this show. I, I am. Oh, okay. Okay. Just to, sure the to tell them yeah. that uh, the person who served you called you a gaping mall because uh, oh, I, I really feel like that's going to be sure to get a response. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. <laughs> okay. So I uh, will say, let's see. Um, uh, yeah. You, you ordered it. Yeah. And you were really struck by the dumbfounded look that you got upon ordering, you know, this this very important product that obviously is going to uh, take KFC's stock prices to an all new height. And I think, you know, there was certainly a level of disappointment that you experienced because yeah. this is a potentially life changing uh, invention, and I don't know about you, but I would think that. You know, KFC would want to bring this glorious. Uh, Wait, bring I, this glorious. Okay, uh, Micah. Comma. Now you're lying to the Colonel. Comma. Oh, it's glorious. Glorious sounds oh. true. Yeah, oh. bring this glorious. Glorious. Oh, well, let's see. War- okay, like, glorious. Once you start describing Ooh. KFC as glorious, they're going to know you didn't visit their restaurant. It's not. It's not KFC. <laughs> it's the. It's the. It's the box. It's the game itself. box. So I was in yeah. shock that they. Okay, and can't believe they wouldn't bring this glorious, incredibly cool device to yeah. the entire world. Entire. If, entire. If Canada world. If Canada. Of all places, Canada, of all places, doesn't deserve doesn't the KFC and Mountain Dew Gamers Box 2.0. I'm just gonna put down the paste. Okay, yeah. Then no one does. Then no one does. Colonel Sanders. Let my gamer box go. Breaking news. It, gamer <laughs> box discontinued in India because of letter from discontent Canadian. <laughs> Named Georgia Disruption. Please be sure to sign it. Please be sure to sign it Georgia Chicken Parts Disruption because that is what's going to make <laughs> No one will know. Oh, no wait, let me put that guess. down. Georgia, last name, chicken parts. CP. 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 Okay. CP. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, not soupy. Not soupy. Don't put that down. Don't put that down. No, no. Just trust me, Georgia. We won't say that that on air. Yeah, don't do that. Is it something bad? Yes. No, Georgia, it's great. Don't start cycling in your brain to try to figure it out. Georgia, let's put it this way. If Brianna Wu is telling you not to do something, don't do it. That's probably, yeah. Okay. So, what did I say? I said, Colonel Sanders, and then what was the end part of that? I was busy changing my name to Chicken Parts and then got rid of it. <laughs> it was let my gamers box go. 
let God. my, oh my God. gamers box come to me. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right, I, all, right, all right. All right. Should we actually so, help some people before we, yeah, before let's we go? Because I don't this think. This has been a very helpful show. This is not helping anybody. I don't anybody. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel better. I don't know about the audience. I feel better. Uh, I I feel good. I think that if Canada can get the gamer's box, we'll get it next. And I clearly need one of these, even though I'd rather take a nap than play it. Okay. I'm going to submit now. My fingers are crossed. You get a response. Processing. Oh, my God. Oh, I can even call them. The chicken police is going to come to your house, Georgia. Oh, I could uh, call them. I would totally call them on the show if yeah. we had done this oh my earlier. God. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And you're gonna and and you're gonna pl- you're gonna pipe in the audio from your phone into your microphone. Yeah. That's. Well, you that's can't. Great. I wouldn't even pipe it in. I would just like put it on speaker. In true Dow fashion, um, let's go ahead and move on to questions. Yeah. So we have quite we have we have a couple questions. So one of them is from Bastion, who writes, "What do you do if one of your favorite podcasts makes fun of both of your nationalities in one episode and you find it hilarious?" I am a narwhal eating Greenlander and aqua listening Dane. He eats narwhals? He eats narwhals and he listens to Barbie Girl. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I like him. Can't um, beat him, join what, him. What does one do? One reconsiders the fact that they've eaten narwhal. And give us five-star review. Yeah, One also reconsiders the fact that they listen to Aqua. Because clearly, if you don't bend to the will of Disruption Podcast, then you're doing it wrong. Bastion is just a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. That's that's all. But do, does Barbie eat narwhal? I, I'm pretty sure Barbie is enough of a monster to eat narwhal. Yes. <laughs> not that Bastion's a monster. You're not. You're okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, on a more serious note. So um, we got an email from uh, someone who didn't say if we could use their name. So I won't. Um, uh, high disruption this week has not been good for trans people. And there's a bill in Congress that could mm-hmm. use a signal boost. It seems to try to scrap all trans rights on the federal level. Um, I don't understand it fully and tweeted Brianna about it too. I just thought it might use a signal boost so people will hear about it. And so that trans people don't get cut out of sig- of civil rights. Well, we'll certainly, uh, we'll link to that. Uh, I saw that I'm not a lawyer, so I'm generally, uh, you know, this is me being serious. Uh, I generally don't, you know, comment on things that I can't analyze and give like a legal analysis of, like if, uh, I'm an engineer, so I can give you a lot of analysis of that. Uh, but with this, uh, I would really love to see Lambda Legal, which is a uh, civil rights uh, a legal organization for transgender rights. I'd love to see them look at it and kind of uh, let us know what's going on. But, I mean, on a serious note this week, y'all, it has been a really rough week for the transgender community. You saw uh, basically Donald Trump uh, go after transgender service people in the military this week in just a really nasty way and it's uh involved a lot of other right-wing harassment of transgender people and like i would ask you to imagine like steve if you woke up tomorrow and found out uh our president saying like you know jews could no longer serve in the military yeah it, it would ter- and it would terrify me because that's what the nazis did in 1935 so it would yeah. absolutely terrify the the, the living yeah. hell out of me if if that was said, and it's it's terrifying that that's even uh, something that can be said in public discourse in in, mm-hmm. in this day and age. It's terrifying. So, 
So this would be my message for everyone in the transgender community. You know, uh, I was talking to a lot of my friends this week. Uh, we have transgender people. They're running for Congress this year. My friend Danielle, she's down in Texas. There are others. So, you know, there are there are people out there. You know, for me, I, I will be extremely pro-transgender rights if I am fortunate enough to be elected. But, you know, I see you. I hear you. This is important to me. And, uh, you know, we, we're not going to roll back the clock on this so you know chin up i know it's rough um and and quickly if i may i just want to uh just just to you know further that little signal boost here i'm just going to read the quick summary that's available and of course as we mentioned we'll link the full thing in the show notes but this uh, civil rights uniformity act prohibits the word sex or gender from being interpreted to mean gender identity and requires man or woman to be interpreted to refer exclusively to a person's genetic sex no federal civil rights law shall be interpreted to treat gender identity or transgender status as a protected class unless it expressly and expressly designates gender identity or transgender status as a protected class. So again, we'll link this straight from congress.gov in the show notes. It's been passed to the subcommittee on the constitution and civil rights. Uh, and yeah, something that certainly needs to be paid attention to. And hopefully we can see uh, other groups pick this up and, and dig through it. <clears throat> very, very scary. It's been a rough week. It's been a really rough week, y'all. I mean, uh, I honestly, I just don't even want to get into it. Let's just end the show on a relatively happy note. So, and then we'll go play more Splatoon to uh, cleanse yeah, our minds. Yeah, I love yeah. it. If you would uh, like to get in touch, leave us questions, thoughts, concerns, stories, poems, uh, or your own KFC invention. Here's how you can do that: call us at five zero eight four one eight three five three two. You can also tweet us at underscore disruption FM with the hashtag disrupt me. You can also send us a direct message if you'd rather keep things private. As always, please let us know if we can use your name on the show. Otherwise, we'll default to anonymous. You can find the show notes probably in that podcast app you're listening to us in, or go to relay.fm slash disruption for all the links. If you're looking for me online, you can find me at Micah Sargent on Twitter, and you can find all the other stuff that I do at chihuahua.coffee. Steve, if people are looking for you online, where can they find you? Well, you can listen to me talking about Hearthstone on Off Curve at offcurve.com. You can actually, I've been streaming Hearthstone the last couple weeks on Sunday nights at 9 Eastern at um, twitch.tv slash wickedgoodfm. So if you want to come hang out and watch me do that, you're more than welcome. And you can always find me online on Twitter at wickedgood. Excellent. And Bree, if people are looking for you, where can they find you? Just a quick note. I mean, guys, uh, you know, we kind of record the show and we kind of say what's on our hearts every single week. So, you know, give us some feedback about this. Like if you are, if it helps you to kind of get through the Trump administration with some laughs and you're liking this tone of the show, like let us know. If you want us yeah. to cover more serious things, let us know that too. I mean, for yeah. me, it's like, uh, you know, I spent all day fundraising. Uh, we're about to open our first campaign office, which is very exciting. Wow. and. Yeah, to me, it's uh, it's it's sort of cathartic to come on this show and to have fun with friends. Uh, yeah. But I always worry it's going to make people not you know consider me a serious person. So um, yeah, just let us let us know what you're thinking about that. Uh, but if you are interested in my thoughts, uh, you can find me on Twitter under Space Cat Gal. Excellent. And last but certainly not least. 
the queen of the dash and the underscore Georgia Dow. If people are looking for you online uh, and you're not in KFC jail, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Georgia underscore Dow. And uh, if you're dealing with anxiety or depression, um, you can check out anxiety-videos.com. No one is awesome. suffering from that, Georgia. No, <laughs> no, one. <laughs> no one is experiencing no anxiety. <laughs> all right. All that's left is for Steve to say that thing he says every week that sometimes changes so he doesn't actually say it every week. Steve, take us away. Don't get cooked. Stay off the hook. thing this week i was showing steve my record number of splatoon wins in a row i got my weapon streak up to 26.5 which i mean steve back me up that is really impressive that's right ri- it's 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 like ridiculous levels it, of that's scary yeah that's i mean just scary. the fact that you, i mean that basically means you're carrying your team because there's always going to be like, like the one person who just doesn't move off the spawn point for the entire match so the yep. fact that you're winning that many in a row <laughs> means that you're carrying the rest of your team even when that happens so that yeah it's 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 ridiculous so yeah and then steve is like you should put that on a campaign poster and i'm like yes i should i should have just a picture of my splatoon character and then it should say super fresh uh leadership for massachusetts That's weird i think that would really be a winning uh issue How could that i be? love it you like it you like it no you don't <laughs> it's a bad idea don't encourage my bad yeah. ideas georgia we need some head. fresh ink in congress <laughs> Oh, We're looking boy. to you to save me. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh. All righty. Okay. Uh.